Blog Talk Radio. Time to relax. You know what that means. Time to wake up. Where's your daughter? Hurts to break up. She was stronger. All my friends say, please don't love her. What did I gain now? I miss her so. Another episode of the Original Janksters, and I am Kevin Janks. I'm Peter Janks. <laughs> you made it. That was a close time. I was like clicking the button, and she's already like doing the countdown. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yep, that was totally my bad. I was playing the game. I was playing it. I was oh. like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's four in the afternoon. Yeah. It's a long game. <laughs> we'll have to yep. get into that later. The exciting new game. Yes. Tell the people about it. I know. I'm down for that. But First off, uh, I guess our main topic today, we should tell the people... Uh, as we're going to do another album, um, like, ranking and review and that kind of thing. A classic, classic album that we both love by Blink-182. Yep. It's called Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yes. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Plain Pants Jacket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Plain trousers coat. Yep. But jacket. <laughs> okay. But jacket. But yeah, this is good. Good old album uh, from 2001, I do believe. Jesus. Seems like just yesterday. I know, right? I guess it's uh, technically. I don't know if you want to call it the fourth or the fifth studio album by Blink-182. I guess it depends how you qualify, like, Buddha and Cheshire Cat. They're kind of the same album. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like a uh, like a demo version of the album, it seems like. Yeah, Buddha was like, I watched, like, a documentary, and he said it was just pretty much the demo. They just called it the Buddha album because there was a picture of Buddha on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they apparently did not put as much thought into those early album names. No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> Although it's still better than California. This is true. <laughs> I don't know. Album, I mean, I get yeah, why yeah. they called it that, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense when you. Like, half of your songs are about California, but that seems unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. You don't need that much. I did find some interesting tidbits on uh, Wikipedia about where they did get the name for the album. Apparently, there were some other names that they were kicking around initially, um, including If You See K, 
which is basically, I guess, supposed to be, you know, F-U-C-K. Oh, that seems like a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yep. Or the other one, I like the other one. It was going to have a picture of a bear on it, and then they are going to call it Genital Ben. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I do enjoy There's that There's nothing one. in this world that I'd oh, rather <laughs> listen to than Genital Ben. <laughs> That would have been great. <laughs> if they couldn't use it for this one, they should have saved that for later on. <laughs> Said their titles got all serious after that. <laughs> Apparently, they did get this name from uh, Tom DeLong was basically getting frustrated that they couldn't come up with anything good. So they asked one of their guitar techs, a guy named Larry Palm, for suggestions. And uh, he basically, the album title came from this Palm guy who apparently was snowboarding on a rainy day and inside the lodge he was congregating with friends when a young kid walked in completely drenched to which his mother suggested he take off his pants and jacket. <laughs> oh, shit. I think he got muted. Hello? Hello? Hey. <laughs> it kicked well, me out. Apparently put you like, on mute for some reason. <laughs> no, it kicked me out. I just had to call back in. Like, it was weird. Like, it oh. freaked me out. And I was like, what the hell? And then I called back in, and then I was on mute because obviously I was just listening at that point. I don't know yeah. why I did that. Stupid thing. God damn it. <laughs> I hate you, Blog Talk. <laughs> I need a new service. <laughs> Yeah, so basically this uh, guitar tech came up with it, and then like Tom was like, oh, yeah, if we use it, we'll, we'll take care of you. And uh, apparently then later on the agent was like, okay, yeah, they're going to use it, so here's 500 bucks. And the guitar tech was pissed. <laughs> I think there was some kind of a lawsuit, and they ended up going to court, I guess, over it. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Who knew there was so much drama behind this album title? Oh, my God. Everybody needs to just take off their pants and jacket, you know? It's <laughs> will be so much calmer. Just calm down and take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> I guess before we dive too be far into this, we should play the, uh, the theme song. Okay. Pete Cavell, Hall of Fame. All right. So, yeah, this album came uh, kind of, you know, right off, the, uh, hot off the heels of Enema of the State, uh, which was obviously Blink's first, you know, major album where they kind of really broke out and got super huge. Breaking out, breaking out. <laughs> it's basically their Americana. <laughs> yeah. Although I think to this day, Do Ranch is probably my favorite of all their CDs. I don't know. I love Dude me Ranch some Dude Ranch. Ranch. I love me some Dude. I know. <laughs> you just say I noticed it. Especially when they're on a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Seems odd. 
<laughs> That's going to go in as clip for later. It'll be the new Nick Jang song. <laughs> I know. But apparently, apparently they got they got rushed into the studio to do this album. And they were like, no, no, we should really take our time and you know do this right. But yet, label was like, nope, get in the studio right now. And they whipped them with whips and stuff. Probably not that part, but <laughs> no, that part included. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently they weren't too happy with that. And uh, so it sounds like they're not really huge fans of the album. <laughs> really? Which is kind of a shame. Yeah, it seems like they kind of all, you know, like, I don't know, they kind of had sore feelings about it, that they were <laughs> rushed into there so quickly. And, like, it sounds like Tom already wanted to start going in his other direction. And the label is just like, no, 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 keep doing the same thing. <laughs> we want the same thing again. Yeah. So it sounds like they, uh, they kind of weren't too happy about that. But that, but that was a good album. That was that was I an know. album that probably made them the most money. <laughs> it's true. I think it was like the their biggest album. What like double platinum or something? I think something ridiculous like that. Jesus. And I guess uh, it sounds like Mark did want to just keep doing the same thing. Like he was all for it. He just wanted to do a bigger, you know, louder that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's not like that kind of maybe started a little bit of tension between the two of them. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> here's, yeah. here's something interesting I saw. Uh, the lyrics often turned darker and more introspective for Hoppus, and love songs became broken love songs. Here's a little bit about Tom. DeLong wrote most of some of his lyrics after listening to songs by Alkaline Trio, feeling as though he needed to step up his game. <laughs> That's just ironic right there. That is very ironic. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I know you're trying to be like Alkaline Trio, but you're not Alkaline Trio enough for us. <laughs> We're going to go get the real guy. <laughs> I mean, you're just Tom DeLong. It took him another decade. <laughs> you're like the, the Tom DeLong version of Alkaline Trio is like the Kmart version of Alkaline Trio. <laughs> no one wants it. <laughs> you're the GoBots. He's the Transformer. <laughs> the, uh, the album artwork is kind of, it's pretty simple, I would say, for the most part, but it is kind of striking in a, in a strange way. Uh, like many of your games, it's a lot of black background. <laughs> Whoa. We need to calm the shit down. Calm the shit down. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> but then they each had they had little uh, like little symbols basically for like an airplane taking off and you know uh, some pants and a jacket and little circles like there was a red one a green or a yellow one and a green one it looked kind of stoplightish. Um, <laughs> here's another thing I saw that was interesting. They're like, since there's, you know, basically three of these symbols, they each kind of ended up getting one, essentially. Um, where was it? They got a symbol. Oh, yeah. DeLong and Hoppus's symbols became the pants and jacket, respectively, leaving Barker the airplane, despite begging his bandmates not to assign him the symbol, citing his fear of flying, but he took it anyway. <laughs> and then, ironically, also, Travis ironically. is in a plane crash. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Several years later and almost died. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. I don't know. <laughs> we better call Mulder and Scully on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> it is, right? That's so weird to think about. Ooh. Yeah. So many weird coinkadinks later on down the line. <laughs> and then they went on to make an, uh, an album with angels and airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that was just And when off. Tom was a kid, he had a TV that used airwaves. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> Even though everyone had that, but still. <laughs> <laughs> And then they named their album California. And they were in California. Dun, dun, dun. Coincidence? <laughs> it was kind of an interesting thing they did back then with this album where they actually came out with three different versions of it. Um, you know, basically one for the airplane, one for the pants, and one for the jacket. And, like, each CD was, like, looked different. It had that symbol on it, and it was, you know, that color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it came with two different bonus tracks that the other ones didn't have. Like, each, basically each version of the CD had two bonus tracks. So there was a total of six between all of the different CDs, which was kind of interesting, although it kind of made me mad at the time. Because <laughs> I was like, damn it. I only have two of these. Yeah, I want the other true. ones, but I don't want to buy the CD again. I don't know which like ones are like all file I thought there was only three for some reason, but there's fuck a dog, really? and you fucked grandpa, Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, what <laughs> went wrong? Yeah. We're going to do all of the bonus tracks on this edition. Oh, hold on, hold on. All of them. Hold on. <laughs> all of them. All oh, of the bonus tracks. Break up. Oh, yep. don't tell and me it's over was a bonus track? Uh, like yeah, one don't... Song, one hilarious one? Don't tell yep, me pretty much. it's I think over. That was... <laughs> oh, don't tell me that it's over. I'm not used to this temptation. That's a great song. It is a good song. Yeah, I mean, the bonus tracks, for the most part, they're pretty good. Like, they're not just, like, throwaway things, like... I probably have some of them up high on this list if we get there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one even in the top three. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> I hope it's Mother's tuned. Day because that song's hilarious. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> they put a lot of thought into that one. You can tell that song took weeks. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> I also found out apparently the When You Fucked Grandpa song was originally mm-hmm. something different. And I wish it oh. would have stayed the other way because that sounds even better. Because it was originally When You Fucked Hitler. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> like, that's great. Like, apparently they played it for a bunch of the uh, the record executive people and they, like, because they lost it, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> if they were laughing so hard. Or they got really mad. <laughs> Weird. But I wish it was still Hitler. 
Because <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Did you tell him that I loved him? <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, I guess let's uh, let's get into it. Like I said, this is a big album. There's 13 regular tracks uh, and six bonus tracks, so it's a whopping 19 songs right there. Yep, let's do it. Nice. Be a lot of, songs. of them. I didn't even put the other ones on. I didn't even think we were doing the the bonus songs, but I'm glad that we are, so I'm good. Oh, yeah. It's all part of it. There's a couple of little uh, things about some of these songs on Wikipedia, and I'm sure you know a couple of things from watching that Tom DeLonge documentary that I still have to watch. (laughs) Yep, yes, you do. (laughs) I'll get to it. I swear. All righty. Um, all righty. Well, let's. Well, let, all right. <laughs> Keep talking. Let me see. 19 is kind of a. Make sure that I have these down. And it's kind of a weird number, so I guess we'll do like a bottom four and then just do threes. Groups of three. Yeah, I think. I think we can do that. <laughs> Nothing really divides into 19 very cleanly. <laughs> This is song number 17.25. <laughs> it oh. works for that baby story. <laughs> I've been killed by the surgeon. Now I'm ready to do the list. All right. Nice. Every single one of these cards was a trap. <laughs> it was a trap. <laughs> I was going to lose no matter Admiral what. Admiral Akbar should have been one of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trap. <laughs> no coming out of that one. The game would sell so many times then. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Let's get into the bottom four. Let's see. Um All I right. think for me bottom four. one of the bottom four would have to be oh man. Oh, see I almost want to play the songs. Just so I can hear them, but I'm not playing all night. <laughs> play them all every time. <laughs> Yeah. Well, all 19, um, then pick four, and play all night, all the rest of the 15. Ah, <laughs> uh, this one I think. Hold on, let me turn my music down so I can listen to them. Cause... Oh, I know which one. I don't, I'm going to nominate for bottom four. Oh, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm going to have to nominate. Give me one good reason. Yeah, that's the one. That's all. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same page there. I like it. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. Okay, so that'll be on the bottom. <laughs> and then, hold on. There's probably no Mother's Day. <laughs> what? Much as it hurts me to do so. <laughs> I love Mother's Day. <laughs> it's Mother's Day. Um, like fucking sucking, touching, fucking, and sucking, touching. <laughs> I know. How is that a bottom <laughs> it four? It is a good song. <laughs> All right, maybe not. That's gonna, I don't know what else to put there. I would though. say, like, fuck a dog almost. That's oh, that's one of the greatest ones. That's fucking right. hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Of the funny songs, that's probably my favorite on this album. Really? 
Yeah. He wants to fuck a dog in the ass. <laughs> Tried to fuck your mom in the ass. Tried to fuck your dad in the ass. Could only find the dog. Could only find the dog. And his ass. <laughs> um. Uh, what about Happy Holidays, hmm. you bastard? Oh, that's a good song, now. That is a good song. Uh, maybe. All of them are good songs. <laughs> it's true. That's why we're doing this album. <laughs> they're all tough decisions again. I okay. Wanna fuck your dog? All right. So we got that then. Um, let me put that down. Can only find a dog. And that. Um. Scrolling through, which ones can go down there? I guess time to break up. I mean, it's good, but. Not phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Some catchy guitar, though. But yeah, I agree. Cheryl. Um, one more. I don't know if you can hear it on my <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying tonight to do this lot so I can diddle around with some of the songs because some of the titles like throw me off on this album. I've heard them all like a trillion <laughs> times, but when it comes to some of the names of them, it's like, yeah. Uh, it's a good song, too. I almost want to do The Rock Show. I know that was like a huge song and all, but I'm, I was never a big fan of The Rock Show. You know... I, I would I would put Rock Show higher than First Date. Yeah, uh, of those yeah, two, I would. Yeah, so you could almost put First Date here, and then maybe Rock Show goes right in the next group. Yeah, I th- I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> Which is a funny story down. about that on Wikipedia too. They were like. Uh, like, apparently, this was early on, like, the record people were like, hey, where's the big, like, catchy, you know, summer song? We need, like, a big single. And uh, they were like, fucking, all right, fine. You want a fucking single? And they just, like, Mark went and wrote that song real quick, like, the rock show. He wrote it real quick. I was like, here, I'll write you the fucking dumbest, throw, most throwaway pop song ever. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> and apparently, that's when Tom wrote First Date as well, in response to that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and I guess it worked. <laughs> well, apparently. Because <laughs> those are big songs off the album, so I got no doubt. I mean, they're good songs, but it's, it's because of those songs is why people really don't like Blink Way 2 as much. Yeah, you know, true. Kind of losing them street cred. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not whiny. Well, I mean they are whiny, but they're whiny in a good way. <laughs> I was watching a uh, nostalgia critic from just last week, and he made a joke about Blink One Eighty Two. 
the Clock Stoppers one. Yep, yep. I know. I watched it one too because I remember watching <laughs> that movie and I loved that movie. And they were making fun of it. It's like, oh, just a bunch of whiny bands from the early 2000s. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> so true. And I love that movie, so I can't even. But they were all whiny bands. bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never saw so it. true. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> All right, so number nineteen. You want to do, give me one more? Or give me one good reason. Uh yeah, that'll. I'll do that one for there. Bring up the rear. All right, mm-hmm. and here it is. about to do laundry right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That song, uh, <laughs> I just do not enjoy that song. It's kind of them at their most whiny in certain ways. <laughs> well, he's screaming in the, the verses, and that's what really killed it. <laughs> it just kind of seems like... You're not very, <laughs> you're not very punk if you have to be like, hey, I like punk. <laughs> like, it's cool how people treat people off with what they wear. It's like Fight Club. You just don't talk about it. That's true. Good point. <laughs> if you have to try good to explain point. things, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, <I want> <laughs> and who calls it the punk rock? They listen to the punk rock. That's like something an old person would say. The punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to the Brian and he was listening to the punk rock. <laughs> All right, Grandpa. Tom. Okay, Grandpa. Time for you to take the nap. <laughs> the nap being the last you'll ever take. <laughs> the very last nap. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I was um, probably so number eighteen. One, either time to break up or uh, uh, happy holidays. Ooh, um, that's a tough call. Um, 
I'm willing to. I'm almost willing to bend, but I really do like guitar and time to break up. But I guess we could do time to break up okay. and then happy holidays because I know you like that song. Well, I mean, if you want to do happy holidays, we could do that next. And I feel like they're break equal. up right before that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a coin, coin flip. All right, I think coin this might be the whole song because it's only like 42 seconds long. <laughs> So, Perfect. <laughs> pretty short one. Track four on the album, I believe. Happy Holidays, You Bastard. <laughs> Which apparently, <laughs> there is actually a censored version of the album. And on that track, like this song, is like only got one. It's basically an instrumental because it's just all bleeped out. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> There's like only one. I, I forget which two words they said they left in, but... <laughs> Here it is. Happy holidays, you bastard. It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you again. I'll never talk to you Right now, it was 
the red one, the takeoff, the plane. Oh, nice. <laughs> the one that doomed Travis Barker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least he's still alive. That's the one. They tell the tale. <laughs> yep. That man Unlike that other guy. It's incredible. Could have been worse. All right. Here it is. Time to break up. Good song, solid, but you know, something's gotta go towards the bottom. Unfortunate. Yeah. It is unfortunate. Shit, fuck, I <laughs> made a mistake. She thinks that she had to wait. The panty hoes in the bras. <laughs> All right, well, that leaves uh, first date then. Yeah, first date at number 16. 16, number 16. This is Tom's response to writing the shittiest, most throwaway pop song they could possibly do. First date, here you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> that takes you back to then good old early yeah. 2000s. Yep. Back that song was on the radio day, every five seconds. <laughs> so each one of the songs is actually represented by a crazy icon as well. And fun fact that the icon for first date was a condom. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, uh, this song was inspired by DeLong and wife Jennifer Jenkins' first date at SeaWorld in San Diego. I was about 21 at the time, and it was an excuse for me to take her somewhere because I wanted to hang out with her, (laughs) said DeLong. Wow. That's deep. Wow. (laughs) Well, he knows how to really rack them in, I guess. (laughs) Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. He knows how to get the ones with the rack. <laughs> yeah, he likes to rack them. Rack them in. He likes to rack them, sock them, robots. Touching them all. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Hold on, let me, what else have we done that we did? Uh, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays was a Christmas sock icon. I want to do this for all the songs. That makes we'll sense. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I gotta count. I have to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh shit, I took the numbers away. Hold on a second. <laughs> There's a process in this. Is it <laughs> the icons aren't numbered, so you don't know which number they are on the track. <laughs> uh is it like uh give me one like the stupid like jumble things that Miss Griffin used to give us in music class where it was like this picture represents some kind of a Christmas song. You have to figure out what it is. Uh, kind of, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven is just the middle finger. So that's good. <laughs> Makes sense. So, oh, I'm sorry. That's good. Not as good as the kind of reason. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but we'll we'll continue on. I'll I'll keep the trend going. There's some good ones on here and ones that make sense. <laughs> Do they have any for the bonus tracks or nothing? No, nothing for the bonus tracks. Damn them. They got lazy. <laughs> they got lazy. They made icons for everything. <laughs> nope, lazy. <laughs> oh, everything's labeled down here. That's that's good. Okay, cool. We can keep going now. Thank Sweet. God for that label. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd have to uh, do in cryptography. All right. All right. So I guess our next three is going to be number 15, 14, and 13. And we already know what number um, 15 will be. <laughs> yep. Spoiler, we already did that one, kind of. Yep. Other biggest song in the album. Um, Maybe Grandpa is an Asshole. That's a song on there? I don't remember Grandpa's an Asshole. <laughs> Yeah, that's the uh, one you fuck grandpa song, but it's actually called Grandpa's oh. an Asshole. Yeah, it just says, you fucked grandpa. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I'm good with that. You fucked grandpa. <laughs> when you fucked grandpa, did he tell you that he loved you? Um, We're going to start getting into the nitty gritty mm. with some of these, man. I know, right? I could probably do Anthem, Anthem Part 2 maybe as well. Even though yeah, really hard to do I, was, I was actually leaning that way as well. 
Yeah, let's do Anthem Part 2, I think. I think that'll be the best. I agree. Yeah. Um, and I think we kind of ordered <laughs> them there already, was a, uh, I feel like that's a good order. I like that. <laughs> it says that the, uh, there was kind of a competition brewing on this album between uh, Mark and Tom to see who could like write the better songs, but <laughs> it seems like it was clearly Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> another fun fact from the, the Tom DeLonge documentary that I watched, um, the songs, when they would write a song, they were the ones who would sing a song. So if they wrote a small oh. part of a song, most of the time they were the ones who would sing that part then. So, like, for example, with uh, Stay Together for the Kid, when they did that song, uh, Mark wrote most of the verses, or most of the words to the verses, and then, obviously, Tom mm. was the one who came up with the whole screaming during the chorus, which is also what made Boxcar Racer. That got such great... Uh, I don't know. The, the song was well-renowned, I guess, for the whole slow the slowness during the verses and then it would break into that heavy chorus. Tom loved it so much and when he found out everybody else enjoyed it as well, that's what Boxcar Racer became was a lot of the, the slow, mellow uh, verses to the to the upbeat, in-your-face choruses. So, oh, there you go. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was always wondering about that, after, especially after you told me that that was together for a kids that the whole chorus was about like Tom's parents and everything. But why did he let Mark yeah. sing like most of the song? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It didn't make sense, but oh, okay. Did Mark's parents yeah, get divorced yeah. too? I don't, he was like, I don't that know. Sounds good. He's such a good writer. He can write about things that don't even apply to him. Uh, well, like I said, I think he wrote most of the, most of it, but I'm sure Tom kind of put in some input. Um, I'm, cause I know it's about Tom's parents divorcing. Um, so he probably asked Mark to write some of it and they probably maybe worked on it together. Let me see if we try to find any information now, but, um, for the most part, that's how yeah, we know kind of before we get to the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, uh, go ahead and play play uh, the rock show uh, because I think we're good with that being number 15. I know we can go from there. Yep. I think we're agreed. All right. Number 15 is the rock show. I'm sure you know this song. Everybody who's listening, which is probably half a person. I can I can still hear in my head like the radio version of where they would leave out that fuck. 
Yeah, I know. You can still hear that, like <laughs> little like record record scratch kind of noise they would do. <laughs> yep, that's what they did on Q101. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So yeah, when we get that together for um, the kids, I will explain the whole thing to that because I just read the whole thing. So we're yes. good. I can't wait. Yes, you can. I'm going to learn things. And you will. <laughs> Let's see. What did it say? The following track, The Rock Show, is the opposite. An upbeat, effervescent celebration of love, life, and music. It was written as a fast punk rock love song in the vein of the Ramones and Screeching Weasel. Both good bands. The song tells the story of two teenagers meeting at a rock concert and despite failing grades and disapproving parents, falling and staying in love. Aw. It was inspired Beautiful. by the band's early days in San Diego's all-ages venue, Soma. Oh. All right, so our next song here <laughs> is going to be... Uh, what do we decide? Oh, when you fuck uh, Grandpa, and I do mean it. <laughs> yes. All right, Grandpa, bend over. When you fucked Grandpa, did he tell you that he loved you? Did he hold you till the sun did rise? And did he look into your eyes and ask you to fillet him and stick a finger or two in his ass? He seems like a total asshole. Grandpa is a total fucking asshole. Who would ever want a dirty, greasy finger in his ass? He rubs his dick in broken glass. It's still funny. <laughs> so, kind of a funny story life. about. <laughs> so funny story about that one. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was in the truck one day, and my one of my coworkers, he's like, he's a little older. He's probably like forty. I think he's forty-five. Um, that song came on because that, that song's on my phone, and uh, that song came on, and we started listening to it, and he said. <laughs> Just turn this off. This is disgusting and it's disturbing. <laughs> I was like, you're disgusting and disturbing. This song's great. And he's like, no, seriously, turn the song off. <laughs> I thought I was like, laughing the whole time, but like when he was listening to it, like I felt, I felt that he felt that it was dirty. That's <laughs> so, so weird. I don't know. It was good. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need to play that every time you see him. Have a beer ring. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Here, Mark. <laughs> song would be even better if it was about Hitler, though. <laughs> Another funny story about that guy real quick before we moved on is that guy's name is Mark. Ooh. Which both you and I and Nick are always like, oh, hi, Mark. You'll never guess what <laughs> yep. his girlfriend's name is. Oh my God, Lisa! It is Lisa. 
It's so funny, man. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> I need to show him that movie. <laughs> you totally do. <laughs> yeah. If it ever applied to anyone, it's got to be him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I say why I don't say "Oh hi, Mark" more often to him. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. Hey, how's the sex life? <laughs> all right, all right, we're getting off topic. Even though I can talk about this subject all day. Yeah. Uh, I know. All right, so our next uh, one. Is so number thirteen, we're on. Yeah, 13. sequel to the anthem from uh, Anima. <laughs> Spoiler <Space>. alert. <laughs> so hopefully you've all heard the first one. Otherwise, this might give away the ending. <laughs> <laughs> intro to that song, but then, I don't know, the rest of the song kind of doesn't live up to it. <laughs> like, it's a good opening for the album. Uh, like, the little intro, but then, I don't know, the rest of the song just kind of isn't that spectacular. <laughs> Not terrible. Yeah. 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 The words aren't particularly memorable or catchy or <laughs> insightful or anything like that, so. Yeah. It's okay. It kind of ends up at lower on. I mean, it's still a good song. Yeah, yeah. But it's not great. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we're moving on to go to old 10, 11, and 12 here. Ooh. Going to break the top 10 a little bit. Yeah. Um, though. Hmm. What do we put here? I'm going to have to listen to some songs. 
<laughs> Time to research. <laughs> uh, I keep hearing this song because I don't know what it's called, but it's such a great tune. Um, <laughs> this is uh, I mean, maybe Please Take Me Home I might put in here. <laughs> I, I want to put Fuck a Dog in here. There's so many other greater songs than Fuck a Dog. Yeah, but just hearing that title makes me giggle. All right, maybe it could go at number 10. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't agree with it, but it's fine. (laughs) All right. Please Take Me Home is such a good song, too, but fuck, we have to put it somewhere. (sighs) Yeah, I do like that song, but I think think this is a good spot for it. Um... Damn it, man. Like, I'd rather have this number 10. This is like, we're we're breaking into Blink-182 territory with this one, man. I'd do fucking dog <laughs> number 11. I know it makes you sad, what it's number 12. Please Take Me Home is so good. Nobody really knows what number 12 is. <laughs> um, uh, we can do Don't Tell Me It's Over, even though I left love that song, but I think there's still better songs than that. Don't tell me yeah. it's over. Don't tell me that it's over. I'm not used to, not used to this temptation. All right. I guess you're right. I'll, I'll go with that. that hurts. I'm not used that hurts to this the temptation. I know. I know. <laughs> Where do you want to put it? Because I know that they're going to want to put it somewhere. I still think that Please Take Me Home is better. Uh, all right, then, I guess. You want to do Don't Tell Me That It's Over, then Fuck a Dog, then Please Take Me Home at 10? Yeah, I think, you're, I think that's good. Let me write that down. Um, before we continue, just so I know everything's all... Nice and ready. To be oh, we didn't for... talk about what the uh, what the symbols were. Oh, for Rocho and um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I already forgot. Thank you. Yeah, for All right, hold on. Let me write these down. Okay. So, um, which songs did we do? Because I'm going to look at the picture and then I'll tell you which ones are what. Um, Rocho. All right. So Rocho, they're symbol was oh that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Oh it is number six. Okay. Um <laughs> it's just a rock symbol. It's the uh the the hand where it's like the half a spider oh, hand. Yeah, the fist, uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I don't know what else to say about that. Fist of metal. Yeah, it is it's a half a spider. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. So that is the rock show. That makes sense. Um what's next? Uh, Anthem, part two. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that was kind of funny. So it's just a flag, but with the number two <laughs> on it. <laughs> so it's like the American flag just with the two on it, and I like that. <laughs> We're number two. We're number two. Yeah. Um, and then we got <laughs> one from this current list that's on here, which yeah, is... Two of bonus track. Yeah, I know. Uh, what is it? Oh, please take me home which is just a picture of a house, kind of like a little house on the prairie house. Oh, that would make sense, too. <laughs> yep. 
They're not all that for a dollar. Funny. <laughs> yeah, nothing's gonna top that that condom one. <laughs> yeah, I think the condom one is the be best a... one on here. <laughs> I will say though that the uh, the Happy Holidays one is a Christmas sock, but there is a bottle of booze in the Christmas sock, so I guess that's kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> I like it. They're sneaking it in there. Sneaking it. Sneaking devils. Oh, oh, and Story of the Lonely Guy is also hilarious. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to that one. I, don't I vaguely remember these, but I can't remember. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get there now. Yep. Um. Okay, well, let's play our number 12 song, Don't Tell Me That It's Over. Let's do it. I hear the phone, it rings so violently. Can't leave my room, can't reset, she left me. I will admit, I hate those things I said. Girls always cry, guys will never admit they did. Tell me that. I it's like over. it. <laughs> I just got a fun to sing chorus. True. It's got a good good rhythm to it. Don't tell me Don't that tell it's me over. That it's I'm not used to the temptation. <laughs> That's how you got to end every sentence oh, girl, from now on. <laughs> Don't tell me I have ice cream. I already checked and I don't. Neither do I. My life sucks. <laughs> Can't even afford ice cream. I just bought it some ice cream. <laughs> I just bought it some banana. <laughs> All right. And again, we're getting off topic. Our number 11 is Kevin's favorite song in the whole CD Fuck a Dog. It really is. <laughs> oh, this song is fantastic. I think it's probably the whole song. The minute and 25 seconds. <laughs> or maybe it comes right, the very end. It, right, it should I be most of it. The song is just so great. <laughs> Tried to fuck a fucking pirate, but I found the dog. 
Mexican time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Love it. That song just gets okay. better every time I hear it. <laughs> Especially when that pirate shows <laughs> <feel> up. <laughs> the Mexican pirate. <laughs> the pirate that was my own sister. <laughs> <laughs> The song's just fun and it's catchy and it gets in your head and, and you just love it. You can't I ever let it go. Ever gotten in my head. <laughs> well, I get that stuck in my head like craziness. <laughs> it's the one thing I do miss is like, I, do, I like how they brought back the funny songs on California, but I wish they were a little bit longer like this where you could really sing along to them. <laughs> Instead of just being one line and then, oh, it's over. <laughs> they already brought like even with the new deluxe edition coming out, they've already brought another one back. Let me see if try to look it up, but I heard it the other day and I laughed. Um, yes. Oh. Is it like a more of a full song? No. <laughs> another small one. <laughs> Just one more line again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know why they keep oh, well, doing at least that. it's better than um, nothing. Oh, can't get you more pregnant. It's only thirty six seconds. <laughs> I like the title. Very Tracy Morgan S. Blake is back. Oh, it's one of the It is pretty funny. If you're worried at all, I can take care of myself. <laughs> oh, I love it already. When does this thing come out? I think May 15th. It's either May 15th or May 16th, something like that. I don't know why it's pushed so far back. It's ridiculous. (laughs) They brought out news of it like last year. (laughs) I know. They probably recorded it all the same time as the last album. It's like, why are you waiting? Yeah, I I don't know what what the the dealio is. Let me see if I just Maybe they're trying to space things out. (laughs) Oh, May 19th now. Ooh. I mean, they almost doubled the track on the album. So, I mean, I, it should be pretty amazing. I just don't know why they didn't just do another one. I know that they did a shit ton of songs for the, uh, they wrote and recorded a bunch of songs and then they chose from those ones, which one should be on California. Yeah. It must be uh-huh. something where they just like, they don't feel as strongly about these. So they didn't want to put them in a whole nother album. Yeah. Which is, I think that's that's the whole thing. Which, I mean, I, I know it's probably not going to win any awards, and I don't know if they wrote any new songs. I heard that they wrote a few new songs for this deluxe album. So, Ooh. I don't know which ones those would be yet. 
But from a couple of the songs that I've already heard, there's already been a few that I enjoy a lot. So I'm looking forward to the album. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Twelve bonus tracks. Make this shit happen already. Yeah. So, <laughs> a lot more music. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. they have all the bonus tracks listed. Oh, that's crazy. So uh, the first album has 16 tracks, and then the the 12 go by the name of such. Uh, number one will be Parking Lot, which you and I have both heard. I really like that one. Misery is another one that you mm-hmm. and I both yep. heard. That was that slower song. Um, oh, yeah. Number three is Good Old Days. Four is Don't Mean Anything. Nice. I like where that's going. Uh, number five. Yeah, I know. I hope I hope that. I hope it's good. Uh, number five is Hey, I'm Sorry. Number six is Last Train Home, <laughs> not by Lost Profits this time. Uh, number seven is Wildfire. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> uh, number eight is Six to Eight. Uh, number nine is Long Last or Long Lost Feeling. Number ten, Bottom of the Ocean. Number eleven, Can't Get You More Pregnant. And then number twelve, Or to Death Acoustic Version. So, oh, there you go. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. All right. Let's get on Wish to our number me. ten. Number ten, the last official song on the album. Um, Please take me home. This one, I kind of felt at the time like this was where they were heading with the next stuff. Like this was the closest on this album to their next CD and Boxcar Racer to me. Yeah. I do like this song a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. All right, here it goes. Please take me home. I about the consequences of a friendship developing into a relationship. Ah, uh, precious. 
treasure. <laughs> <laughs> like a little angel. <laughs> All right. Now it starts getting even tougher. Yep. So many tough decisions. Yep. It's going to be rough. Um, rough uh, and I don't even know what to do now. Uh, All right. Well, we have to make choices. I mean, let me look. Mother's Day, possibly? <laughs> yeah, we could put Mother's Day here. I'm good with that. Mother's okay. Day should have probably gone last one, too, but uh, I forgot this song was still on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're really Number pushing nine. that one forward. I don't think um, going that far, though. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Some of these are going to get hard. I'm getting angry. I know. <laughs> I really don't even want to put any of these down there, but they have to. I know. I guess we can. I would say Story of a Lonely Guy. Yeah. I don't want to say that. But I think Story of a Lonely Guy would have to sit here. Um, I might have to say Shut Up. You know, I love Shut Up so much. It's either Shut Up or Every Time I Look for You. Yeah, I think I like Every Time I Look for You a little bit more, I think. All right, and then Shut Up it is. For you, the sun goes down. The sun goes down once more. Well, the last one, I'll please shut the door. Yeah, all right. right. So shut up. Those were some tough cuts. Uh, So number nine, Mother's Day. Yeah. This was uh, one of the bonus tracks as well, uh, but it's not quite the last bonus track standing. Still one more to go. So. All right, hold on. Wait, your fingers wait, wait. for that one. Before you, before you go, because I think we've got our list. So we've got uh, Shut Up. That is a picture of a man with tape over his mouth. Oh, and uh, would we do Story of a Lonely Guy? Yeah, yep. this is the other funny one. Oh, yeah, this is that one funny one. So it's a picture of a dude <laughs> holding his fist out as if he's, like, going to jerk himself because he's a lonely guy. <laughs> I didn't understand Love the it. symbol at first, but I know what it means now. <laughs> <laughs> now I've matured. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't funny. I know all about it. By himself. <laughs> <laughs> Something that rhymes with rock anyway. <laughs> with a different first letter. <laughs> All right. Mother's Day it is. Right. <laughs> you got to really pay attention. There's some deep lyrical content in this one. One, two, three, four. Fucking it, sucking it, touching, fucking it, sucking it, touching, fucking it, sucking it, touching. Fucking and sucking and touching, fucking and sucking and touching, fucking and sucking and touching. It's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. 
There you I go. love that song. <laughs> it's good. He gets so into it. That's what makes it so good. <laughs> the first time I ever heard One, that two, song three, was probably two, three, I mean, what was it? 2008, maybe? I like, it was one. way after the album. Maybe. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I heard that song then, and my buddy was playing it. I was like, fucking <laughs> touch it. All right, whatever. And then it busted out into the, the, it's Mother's Day, and I laughed it. I laughed it. I laughed it so hard. <laughs> it was so hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. And I, he gets so into the course that it's just like it's one, of those, it's one of those things that, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's, he, he sings it so well. <laughs> it's it's true. Day. He didn't even have to make it sound so good, but he did because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It does make it all the more funny when you're really selling it like that. So Mother's funny. Day. They'll be fucking it, fucking it, touching it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Good times. All right. All right. Number well. nine. Uh, number eight. I, would, I guess our options are Story of a Lonely Guy. Story of a Lonely that one? Guy. Yeah. Yeah. A good song that we listened to plenty of times back in the day, but and something's got to go near, <laughs> near the bottom of the top ten, sadly. So yeah, here it is. Good song, though. Story of a Lonely Guy. background vocals are so good on that one. Just the da-da. Yeah. It just adds a lot to that song. <laughs> oh, I really I like it. Da-da-da. Good ching. Oh, oh. And when the storm's gone, I'm all torn up inside. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. So in a very different – oh, wait. Cherie, what is that about this song? Because I remember I liked it because it mentions a band that I like. 
<laughs> the fifth track, Story of a Lonely Guy, concerns heartache and rejection prior to the high school prom. The song is downbeat and melancholy, filtered through tuneful guitar lines reminiscent of the cure and hefty drum patterns. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, I like me some cure. <laughs> Man, I was so fortunate that you do. <laughs> Next week on the show, we'll be breaking down the Cure's Disintegration album. <laughs> mm. Nope. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> nope. Gross. <laughs> They're all number 20. <laughs> Is there a negative four? Negative four. (laughs) (laughs) That would mean getting too close to number one. You have to pass one to get to that low. And I'm not having it. Put them to 20. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) And there's only like 11 songs on there. (laughs) 20. Fine. All right, number whatever we're on. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> it's going to be the song. It's number 12 on the album called Shut Up. That's what you say <laughs> to people who are talking bad about the cure. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> Song that he's ever written was Adam's song. 
Um, and Which is kind of weird because I, I think remember. that wasn't that song just based off like some article they saw in the newspaper. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, let me look that one up. Let me let me get into it. Um, I thought it was basically they saw an article about some kid who killed himself in the newspaper and they decided to write a song about it. Well, I don't know. Let me find out, and I will let the world know. All two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Shut Up is a broken family snapshot Revisits the territory of youthful woes Described by Schumann I don't know who that is As a fairly familiar rites of passage tale That adds to general themes of isolation, alienation And moving on to a new place That pervades Take off your pants and jacket Hmm, you were right (laughs) So, Pappas was inspired by the loneliness he experienced while on tour. While his bandmates had significant others to return home to, he was single. He was also influenced by a teen suicide letter he read in the magazine. The song takes the form of a suicide note and contains lyrical allusions to the grunge band Nirvana. And the song was one of the last songs to be written and recorded for Enema of the State, and it was nearly left off. It was nearly left off the album, so Hoppus worried the subject matter was too depressing. His bandmates were receptive to its message. The song was produced by Jerry Finn, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> I want to. I need to go back and listen to that song and try to figure out which lyrics are in allusion to Nirvana. Yeah. Never knows that yeah. before. Well, nobody really does. <laughs> like the Nirvana write about apple juice. <laughs> It's the only part that anybody remembers from that song. Don't tell me I spilled apple juice in the hall. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I used to just sing, an apple juice, an apple juice, apple juice, and apple juice. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and it's apple, and it's juice, and it's apple, and it's juice. That's the part that they got from the Nirvana. Now, you know what? I never noticed it before, but now it makes so much sense. Yeah, you never really can understand what he's saying in that song anyways, but yeah, that's the one of the song. I should have looked up those lyrics years ago. What was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, you're just always interpreting them wrong. Like, I always interpret the lyrics wrong. That's great. <laughs> Chances are dynamite. Yeah. Uh, there's another one. New Song <laughs> Gloria. I don't know if you know the song Sunny. It's like that more somber song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So okay. I interpreted the words to that chorus horribly wrong for, fuck, I don't know, man. I just learned about the words maybe a few months ago. Um, let me see if I can try to find out. <laughs> what is Maybe I am too. <laughs> I think we, I think we thought they were the same thing. We used to listen I don't know. A bunch. We did, but I used to come up with words that I apparently thought were completely different. <laughs> but now looking back at it, I don't know why I would ever I think they were that way. Hold on. No, here it is. Everything's <laughs> 
An empty chair at all those tables. And then this is the part that I misconstrued. So I always thought it said, and I'll be seeing you at all those daddy's boys. Uh, I don't, and I don't know what that meant, but that's what I said all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I never thought it was that. <laughs> I'll be seeing you at all those daddy's boys. <laughs> that's what I thought it was for years and years and years. Isn't it like an I'll be Ever seeing you and I'll... All my days boil down, or something like that. Yep, that that is. Yep, you are correct. I'll be seeing you when yeah. all my days boil down. Yep, no. It's, <laughs> no I'll be my you with all my days Apple juice. <laughs> Anyways, all right, moving on from my horrible past. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Now, well, the, now it just gets harder. Four, five, and six, even harder. Yep. And I don't know what you're going to do to did... some of these, man. Uh, I know it's going to be tough. We might. It might be easier just to figure out which ones are going to be the top three, and then the other three will be in the <laughs> four, five. And yeah, six. I know. This, let me let me diddle around real quick because I know I know one of them you're going to put on the top three, which is fine because I really do like that song. <laughs> but. Sweet. Yeah, I know two, two that I really songs. want to be in the top three, but I think I have my top three. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Oh, okay. I'm curious. Um, I can't tell you my top three. We're on four, five, and six. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, every time I look for you, will definitely be here. Yeah, uh, I'll agree with that one. I think that that one would be Got number you. six. Shit. Uh, I would put Reckless Abandon here probably. Yeah, Reckless Abandon also here. And as hard as for me to say this one, Roller Coaster no, no. would be like number four. <laughs> uh, what is the other one that I'm missing? Uh, let me check, let me check. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right on that. All right. I know I'm right. All right. I'll go with that. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Because I had two that I definitely wanted so, to be in the top three, and as long as those two are there, then I'm, then I'm cool. <laughs> yep, I, that, that was the same way. Like, there's definitely two that I know that are going to be in the top three for me. One, I can go either three or four, but I'd rather I'd prefer it to be at three, I guess, so. Um, and we'll talk about okay. that when we get to our top three then. But I would say number <laughs> six would be Ooh. Every Time I Look For You, then Reckless Abandon, and then definitely Roller Coaster because I love that song. I know. Me too. And hearing what that one just made me like it more, but we'll get there. Yeah, Every Time I Look For You is a great song. Um, it was probably uh, track 10 on the album, I think. Um, I don't know. Let me look up the icon. <laughs> Resembling icons. Uh, um, apparently I can't read yet. <laughs> Let's play the song, and by the time it's over with, we'll have answers for you to all those burning I- questions. <laughs> Every time I look for you. Got it. 
Oh, I love it so. The song's yeah, just got a really great bridge. Yep. It's such a great breakdown. Yeah, it really is. And then it just ratchets it up towards the end there and just bends real strong. Like, oh, mm-hmm. so much more intense on this part than it was earlier. I love it. It's <laughs> just a fun catchy yeah. song, I think. <laughs> but according to Markopis, like it had no particular lyrical uh, basis. <laughs> so stick that in your pipe and smoke it. He apparently uh. just wrote it out of nowhere. But still one of the better songs. <laughs> so <laughs> if I was Tom, I would really be hurt by that. <laughs> He wouldn't even write this about anything, and he wrote better songs than me. <laughs> you shut up about that. He's a god. Because <laughs> you're a god, I am not. Oh, sorry. It's not Vertical Horizon Week. No. <laughs> but I do love Vertical Horizon. I do. <laughs> Every week's Vertical Horizon in our hearts. <laughs> I like All Vertical right, Smile. So... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only when they don't have teeth. <laughs> Sometimes they do, and then it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So this is going. The next song is number five. That's going to be Reckless right. Abandon. Also a great song. What's the What's the picture for Reckless Abandon? Oh. Oh, you didn't even ask me what the picture was for. Uh, every time I look for <laughs> oh, yeah. you. Um. So every time I look for you is pretty much just a mother trying to find her child. Um, she's like got her child by oh. the hand kind of thing. Um, and these are just pretty much interpretations from my brain. Um, so then reckless abandon. Is anything on here? <laughs> it feels like that's a tough one. Oh, there it is. Um, it is. Oh, it's a picture of handcuffs. A little bit abstract on that yeah. one, but <laughs> worse, yeah. <I> guess. <laughs> and then roller coaster. Right. I'll never believe what that one is. Uh, monkey bars. Um, actually, it's a <laughs> snorkel. <laughs> no, it's not snorkel. It's oh, of course. <laughs> Is it the poster for Final Destination 3? Pretty much. That's pretty much what I got out of it. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here's number five. Reckless Abandon.
size extra <laughs> large. I like that. I like that line for some reason. It's just a weird way of saying it. extra large scar, but it rhymes better. So, so it's okay. It <laughs> it's more it's all right if it rhymes. Poetical. That's what you're supposed poetical. to do. <laughs> and I do like the little intro where it's got like it sounds like old timey. It's kind of like when you're in prison type old timey music. Yeah. When you're in prison, <laughs> don't turn the, turn the other way. <laughs> Always sit upon your back. Lay upon your back. <laughs> oh, don't be no one's bitch. <laughs> be no one's bitch. It's bad for you. For you. <laughs> Let's see what it says about this song. I'm going to be stuck in my head all day. (laughs) Reckless Abandon was penned by DeLong as a reflection on summer memories, including parties, skateboarding, and trips to the beach. Well, isn't that perfect? (laughs) (laughs) But you're wrong! (laughs) All right. Well, let's get to number four, which, I mean... It's very close to being top three. Very, very close. Yep. Because it's that awesome. Uh, Roller coaster. song right there. I know, it's so good. It's got like a walking backwards. <laughs> it's got this like a weird rhythm into the chorus kind of, but it it works so well for some reason. I know. I had that dream about you again. When you dropped my car, got right right off, off the fucking cliff. Fucking cliff. <laughs> <And then> we... <laughs> um, I like what it said on this one. 
said Roller Coaster was written when Hoppus had a nightmare when he and his wife Sky first began dating. The song is about finding something ideal but fearing its certain departure. Which just oh. makes me like the song even more. That's so true. Like, oh, okay. yeah, that definitely makes sense. <laughs> that does seem what it's about. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a good one. Very, very good. All right. Well, and now here's where we're going to have to wrap up with the three, and it's going to be a tough, tough one, but. Um, I know. I know my I'm gonna, order, but I'm gonna I don't put, know if they're going to be on the same page. I know that Stay Together for the Kids, I think, is going to be number three. Yep, agreed. And, and I think number one, one, I'd probably put what went wrong would be number two. Yep, and number and one is online songs. Yes. Sweet. There's nothing wrong with that order <laughs> at all. What went all wrong right. good. I really do. I love what went wrong because it came out of nowhere. The oh, first time I heard good. that was, was it 2006 or something like that? It was like later on down the line too. I didn't know these songs existed. Really? Because when you made me CDs back in the day, um, most of it was either a compilation of random liquidated two songs or just the album of the bonus songs that you had. Like, I knew uh, Fuck It Dog. I'm pretty sure I had the pants one. I had the pants one. I'm pretty sure what went wrong was on that one. I think that's the one I never got what went wrong. Oh, well, I never got that one. I'll tell you that. I did not hear that song until much later. (laughs) And I loved it. I loved it ever since. Yep. So good. (laughs) I didn't hear that song until after their album, their next album after that, their self-titled one. Wow. Yeah, that was was way later. Hmm. Anyways, all right. Yeah, it's a very very different song for them, but very good. Yeah, number Number three. three, Let's see. This is our big hit. Oh man, stay together for the kids. Let me uh, find the the icon. Yeah. Um. I may have said the wrong icon before. <laughs> what was the one that was the mom looking for Every time kid? I look for you. Oh, yeah. so I did say the wrong one. All right, so every time I look for you <laughs> is actually binoculars. Hmm, that makes a lot more oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Yep, stay <laughs> together for sense. the kid is a mom with her kid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm dumb. Coming into focus. Uh, online, <laughs> online songs is definitely the computer, uh, or it is yeah, yeah definitely the computer. And then what went wrong? Unfortunately, doesn't have a cool icon. So, <laughs> damn it. There we go. Well, let's make one up. <laughs> oh wait, we're doing right, stay together. Stay together. Hold on. Yeah, I can actually. Do, Now's can your do the, time uh, to shine. Real quick. I know. Finally, everything in my life has just come to this moment. Um, so essentially, kind of what we were dabbling with earlier is uh, we were talking about how Tom DeLong, uh his parents were divorced. And I'll kind of go brief. I'll try to read this as quickly as possible. Um, so uh, DeLong, remembered, uh, DeLong remembered learning of his parents' divorce when he discovered scrape marks on the driveway of their home. Right then, I knew my dad had dragged out his furniture single-handedly, he recalled. He spoke on the song's inspiration in 2001. I lived, ate, and breathed skateboarding. All I did all day long was skateboard. It was all I cared about, so I didn't notice too much else. When, when I got home one day, 
My dad's furniture was gone. My mom was inside crying, and everything just erupted at that point. I was 18, sitting out in my driveway when it all went down. Family uh, life was deteriorating, so I just moved out. So I just took everything from that day and put it into a song. Um, So Mark did also write the song. Uh, They wrote it together because Mark's parents divorced when he was only eight years old. So they both experienced the divorce. So uh, that's why they were both able to come together and write this jam out together. So there you go. That makes sense. And you were telling me before that in the documentary that they mentioned that it was on his parents' anniversary? Yeah, I was on it. Yep, it was the anniversary of his parents. (laughs) Um, So that's where the whole holiday part comes from. Yep. So, yeah, so when you actually listen to it, yeah, that's true. Hold on. But, yeah, that's when the whole – so in the song they mentioned the holiday, and that that was the holiday um, was when – because it was Tom DeLong's parents' anniversary. So all these years I never understood what the holiday part meant because it didn't really make sense to me. But now that I know some of the actual backstory to this, it makes more sense. So yeah, go. it definitely does. <laughs> it's not the kind of thing you would just know without knowing, oh, it was a holiday when they broke right. up. Okay. <laughs> April wow, was crazy. <laughs> like, I wonder if his dad, like, forgot or something, and that was the final fight, or what the heck happened? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think he – well, I don't think he said anything. I don't remember. I'm sure he talked to his dad and whatnot from them, but he just oh, know, yeah. knew it was the anniversary. <laughs> It doesn't really say on Wikipedia. I'm going to be yeah. watching a documentary <laughs> after this anyways. Nice. I need to watch that thing. Now the tax season's over, but I should have time to finally do so. But here it is. Together, uh, stay together for the kids. This was another big radio hit. Uh, not quite as, you know, <laughs> summer throwaway songs like the other ones, but good song. Stay together for the kids.
Gave it all away. Good times. It was white. When your dead yeah, and gone. Yeah. Well, yo. It's a good one. Enjoy it, Dave. It definitely makes more sense now that <laughs> why Mark sings so much of it. They're kind of in the yeah. same boat. Yep. The life, man. It's the life. Everybody <laughs> can relate somehow. Yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. So the next song, number two on the list, little, is the final bonus track that we didn't get to yet. Uh, it's from the Pants album, which is the one I had. Um, what Went Wrong. Damn. And it's, uh, it's basically an acoustic song, and it's also got a little something we like to call the oboe. <laughs> and I love me that oboe. Oboe my phone. <laughs> oboe my phone. Apparently they had originally written like all their you know, songs on acoustic guitars, and then they would just punk it up and stuff like that. But this one, Tom was like, oh, let's just do it the regular, like, stick with the acoustic one and just leave it the way it is. And, and I'm glad they did because it makes it all the more special. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Here it is. I'm sick of always hearing all the sad songs on the radio. I love I'm that line. It's a good line. 
apparently they got that part from viewing a documentary on the first Russian nuclear test. In the film, an aged Soviet physicist says of watching the explosion, there was a loud boom, and then the bomb began fiercely kicking at the world. Around me. <laughs> what? Right, right, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought you would get, like, good, you know, punk song lyrics from a Russian documentary? But I guess inspiration can come from anywhere. <laughs> Very true. That's a good I love that oboe. It's so good. Yep. It's a good oh, That's just a great song. <laughs> that's now, one of number the one best online Blink song. songs ever. Oh, yeah. It's good. Online songs is like one of the greatest Blink songs ever. Um, Absolutely. Oh, this is dude, one of those songs that I get like, stuck in my head for days at a fucking time. Yeah. Like, after we listen to this one, it'll be stuck in my head probably the rest of the week, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yep. It is amazing. So oh, good. Yeah. Oh, man. It, I, every time I hear it, it, like, pumps me up. I don't know what it is. But the whole na 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 oh, man, they did it right. Oh, yeah. They did it right. <laughs> Blink loves their na na nas and never were they better used than this song. <laughs> it, 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 this was the... The pinnacle of na 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 na's. <laughs> the pinnacle of na na Pretty much the, the na 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 na's Mount Rushmore is basically this song and the Batman 66 theme song. <laughs> and then there's two open spaces for things yet to come. <laughs> yep. Na 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 Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> Let's hear it. Dying to. Joski! You're my source of most frustration Forget when I don't meet expectations Everything you wish came true In the end we all blamed you Even though it's day all know you weren't the only one, two, three, four Why do you get around? But I gotta wonder why you leave it out for me yeah. Yeah. Why am I still hanging around When I know it brings you down I'm hating everything And you are getting right home in his car You're making out in his front yard I'm hating everything Had to make a little cut there, so we got the na na na's in there. Good, <laughs> good. no, I appreciate the na na's. <laughs> I love the na na's. Ah, uh, yeah. Na 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 na
<laughs> I love this part where he's like, shit. <laughs> it's reminiscent of that new album where Travis messes up and they left it in. Just I love yep. it. <laughs> the chorus is just super catchy. Man, it's good. So good. Everything about that song is on Blink-182. <laughs> oh, it really does. And it takes you back to the, those old days of having screen names and using AIM. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, those are the days. <laughs> I used right? the shit out of it. Me and Ryan both did. Oh, screen names. Totally. Those I was were the best for a little one. while. <laughs> I had a bunch. Shrink when I water. Tickle my nausea. Yeah. <laughs> These are all things that we came up uh, with as a family, I feel like. <laughs> yep. Weepy little fetus was one for a while. <laughs> Baron Bond Chicken Pants. That one. <laughs> it's true. The Simpsons came up with <laughs> Baron Bond Chicken Pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Yeah, what does it say about that one? I think it's just like... Uh, and there's some good stuff. The online songs was written by Hoppus about the thoughts that drive you crazy in the aftermath of a breakup. Makes sense. And is essentially a follow-up to Josie from Dude Ranch. Yeah. Josie, so am I. Your frustration. Most frustration. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sing online songs again. <laughs> I'm going to get that stuck in my head so much now. Which is probably good because ever since yesterday... Like, me and Nick, for some reason, started talking about that He-Man video where he sings What's Going On. <laughs> and so we started watching that while we were in line with uh, for the Stan Lee thing. And we was stuck in my head the whole rest of the fucking day. <laughs> what's going on? I don't even know what's going <laughs> What? <laughs> you don't know what's going on by the four non-blondes? And there's like a version, there's like a, a video on YouTube for like the longest time where like it's He-Man singing it. I think I do <laughs> It just looks super about. gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, what's going on? And I said, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. What's going on? <laughs> when Gully made his uh, like oh. weird, oh, uh, uh, WWE game or whatever, he put He-Man in there, and that was the song he used. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so funny, man. <laughs> I need to see that. I wish there was a way that you could make him do that little arm move. <laughs> I don't know. He makes him do weird things in there. I'm not going to lie. Very strange. <laughs> I need to get back to playing that game. Or at least making intros. All you, yeah, <laughs> all you do is it. make really cool intros. That's all you need. <laughs> That's the point of that game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know Gully doesn't even play it. He just literally makes intros and then he watches people fight. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's kind of what they do on the LCS show. Like, Mike Dell is one of the newer ones. And they've made, like, a bunch of people from the LCS, like, you know, people who've been on the show or listen to the show. And, like, he does, like, a uh, like a whole um, WrestleMania for, like, all the people. And it's different matches and stuff. <laughs> yep, that's, that's exactly what Billy does. He does a huge uh, bracketed <laughs> tournament. And then he puts us all in there. And then we all fight. And we try to see who wins. 
Have you gotten to be the champion yet? No, I got close, though, which is weird. Because, like, <laughs> he also has, like, his weird characters in there, like the Diddler and then some other dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, I think. And Sergeant Slaughter oh, yeah. has one boxing glove, but he just goes around and he he killed everybody, and I versed him, and I ended up winning. I was like, all oh, right, I can't believe I beat this guy. Everybody, everybody else this guy versed, he ended up uh, pretty much killing him. I mean, I versed him, and I won. I was like, oh, sweet. But I didn't get to go on after that. Though. Well, I went on one more, but I lost. Oh, it was me versus the Diddler. I got uh. Diddler. That's what it was. <laughs> That's happened to the best of us. <laughs> yep. Some fates just can't be avoided. Yeah, we I think actually I think I made it all the way to the end, but the diddler always wins. You can't win against the diddler. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> He's just got a just special move that no one can guard against. <laughs> yeah. Accept your fate. <laughs> Just give me the belt or else you'll get more of this. No. It's <laughs> great. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I well, guess we I can talk we about use... a new. Go ahead. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it won't kick you off. <laughs> Wait, what time is it? I've got four minutes. Hopefully it doesn't kick me off. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's kind of a little laxing. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, so Kevin, well, well, I guess I came to Kevin originally. I said, "Let's make a horror game," or I said I wanted to make a horror game, and he's like, "Kevin's always very happy to hear about horror games or something." But I think he <laughs> brought it up maybe once before, like man, about a year ago. Um, I think that's when you brought it up or something like that. And you're like, oh, you should make a horror game. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, nothing came of it. And then just uh, about a month ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a horror game. And it's going to have hidden movements and all this other stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, hidden that'd be awesome. And then, and then that, nothing came of that because I couldn't think of anything. Plus, I looked up stuff that sounded way better than I could ever do. But then good old... <laughs> talked to me last weekend, and he said, I think I have an idea. And we bantered back and forth with the good old idea from Kibana, and lo and behold, we came up with a really cool idea for a game. Um, The game so far is called Death Trap, and I'm really excited with that name because it makes the most sense. But Kevin came up with the idea where there will be cards laid out in front of you, and... um, they're kind of like a community card. Uh, everybody uh, can see them, but only the backs of them. And you're going to be flipping cards over to gain items. Well, those are the survivors who will be doing that. The killer himself is going to be putting traps in there when nobody's looking. Uh, so essentially, it's a round-robin game, so everybody goes around the circle in the, during the first round. What will end up happening is, is uh, everybody closes their eyes. The killer takes out one item. Of his choice, you can take out whatever item you want, and he puts in a basic trap. Now, the basic trap can be disabled with certain uh, items. Um, okay, it can be disabled by certain items, and if you can't disable it, you can negotiate with other survivors saying, hey, can you help me out here? Um, I'll give you some of the gear or some of the items that I will get from disabling this. And essentially, they can either say yeah, 
I'll help you out for some of that care, or they can say no, and then you take a wound. And each player only has three wounds they can take. So it gets very scary towards the end is what I've learned so far, (laughs) because what the killer can do is he can put in advanced traps. So by removing one basic trap from this uh, community of cards that's in front, which I'm calling the neighborhood, uh, essentially what will end up happening is, is he can put in an advanced trap, kind of like upgrading his traps. And uh, when he does that, the traps become harder to disable, and he can then upgrade advanced traps just one time and uh, turn them into what we're calling killer cards, as if you're, like, running yeah. into a killer in this neighborhood. So you can actually defend yourself from the killer by uh, playing a series of different items, cards, um, or each killer has a certain weakness. Uh, for example, like the hillbilly, his weakness is like a rope, or um, I'm trying to remember the other piece now. Oh, little Susie, her weakness is like <laughs> and one of a shotgun. <laughs> yep, yeah, the clown is the shotgun. So everybody's got a weakness. So you can either play a series of three items uh, that are specific to that killer, or just the one weakness card to the killer. Regardless. You can defend yourself from these killers or whatnot. Um, and if you do, then you don't take any wounds and you get two items from uh, defending yourself. Or, unfortunately, the killer then kills you because you couldn't fend yourself off and he destroyed you, which I think is pretty thematic. <laughs> um, there's still yep. stuff that, you know, there's a lot of playtesting involved that we need to do. This is literally the beginning stages of Death Trap, but... Um, I got a prototype version in today, and uh, I kind of dabbled with it earlier. There's definitely things that I think I need to possibly alter uh, to make it a little bit quicker and not trenching along, but I think it's pretty solid <laughs> so far. Um, did you did you die right away the first time, or what? No, 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 no. Not the first time. Well, essentially, when I was playtesting it, which was literally just before we started this podcast because that's when I got the prototype. <laughs> um, essentially, I had the neighborhood laid out, and it was kind of taking too long for anybody to run into traps. Um, and then when they would run into traps, they already had their hands filled with stuff to fend themselves off. So it was. I think what we'll do instead of doing one one card, uh, the killer instead of the killer taking one card out of the neighborhood and replacing it with the trap doing two cards and it picks up the pace a little yeah. bit more. Um, well, I guess we'll try it out again. Maybe you'll have different luck the next time and somebody will get right, it right yeah, away. I, I'm definitely going to play test it a lot more. Um, but essentially also Kevin came up with a great idea of uh, giving some of the traps, maybe special abilities or killer special abilities, which I want to add because I think that'll add a little bit more thematic flavor to the game as well, because I want the killers to kind of feel unique. Um, and as of right now, yeah. there are five killers in this box. And it's supposed to be a smaller box, uh, very travel size. You can take this wherever you want. If you've got a group of at least three or more people, um, everybody can kind of play. Um, and I don't know what the player count goes up to as of yet. Essentially, all it is is three and up. Um, but, yeah, uh, pretty cool. Uh, five killers in the game. <laughs> 17. So, uh, you'll... Yeah. You can choose one of the killers or have one chosen for you at random. That way you have a different feel every time. Um, and like I said, uh, ideally we want the killers to feel a little different from each other. That way they're not just like, oh, I'm just, I just put up traps. I just put up traps. Uh, we want it to have that cool like, <laughs> slasher feeling where everybody's got these crazy, unique 
ways of killing other people. And Jason always doing crazy stuff with either the machete or the sleeping bag or Freddy Krueger always doing the dream shit. Um, it'd be cool to kind of come up with different traps and whatnot. And hopefully we can get an artist to do the uh, the art for the game. Uh, right now I'm just using oh, a really yeah. basic basic prototype art, but doable for now. But yeah, it's really cool. I'm, I'm really enjoying this game. Uh, I'll probably bring it into work tomorrow. Maybe I'll play a game with somebody while we're waiting. Nice. <laughs> while I'm waiting to go to Canada. <laughs> you should play with the Canadians. Yep. Come on, Canada. No, we don't like... I don't know why I'm getting that word accent. What's the we game all about? Like. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you come check it out? <laughs> Is this scary, A? Eh? No, it's scary, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh okay, then I'll play. Can I have a tin bit? <laughs> I want some poutine. I don't know I, what you're I talking about, poutine. sir. I want poutine so bad. I need it. <laughs> they must I don't know why they came up with that name. There had to be something better. <laughs> Gravy fries. Otherwise maybe it just means after you eat it, you'll be poutine yeah. all night long. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I was playtesting the game, so I thought I was winning because um, I was playing with, like, a, a dummy player where they would just take one card from the uh, the neighborhood and put it in their hand. Um, and when I was playing, I was like, oh, man, I'm doing pretty well. I had, like, one uh, special item in my hand, and then I also had uh, – uh, four different items. So I'm like, oh, if I run into something, I have a very good chance of like disabling. And I still didn't know who the killer was. So I was like, I, nice. I have one purple item in my hand. So I was like, I don't know which killer I'm dealing with. So I'm, I'll just keep this in my hand just in case. And uh, <laughs> when we were, when, it was right when we were talking, right in the beginning of the episode, because I was finishing up, um, uh, it, it ended up being the surgeon. So you have to have, or not, yeah, the surgeon. Uh, so you had to have the pill. And I think I had the candy. And I was like, oh, that's the wrong one. But I flipped over the surgeon card, and I was like, oh, shit. And you have to have three <laughs> items for that. And when you're facing this guy, you're like, ah, shit, I don't have all three of these items. So I looked in the other guy's hand. <laughs> I was like, I didn't <laughs> but he didn't have it either. <laughs> I was like, I still had all my lives left, too. And the other guy only had uh, two lives left. And I was like, sweet. I, I'll negotiate with this guy <laughs> hypothetically to try to stay alive. I did not stay alive. I died real bad. <laughs> the guy killed me in one false swoop because I didn't have all of this. I think canteen. I had everything else except for one item. I was like, oh. <laughs> Maybe there should be like some fail safe where it's like, well, if you're really in a bind, you can give up three cards for the chance to draw one more card <laughs> and hope it's the one you need. No. Otherwise, I'm going to no. die. <laughs> well, and that's the cool thing with uh, the cards is because so – um, one thing I didn't explain, I guess, is uh, so you have a, a deck of item cards, and I believe there's six completely different items. You have the backpack, the flashlight, a canteen, a crowbar, a lighter, and then a shovel, which is somewhere there is. And then you got the shovel. And uh, those are the six different items that you're going to be using to disable these traps, whether they be the basic, the, the basic traps, the advanced traps, or even those killer cards. You'll be fending yourself from those, uh, those things. Um, but they all serve a dual purpose. So each person's turn consists of two uh, two phases. 
you've got the uh, action phase where you can play an item, and at the bottom of each item card, it'll tell you what they can do. Like the flashlight, you're allowed to peek in one of the houses or at one of the cards in the neighborhood to see if that's an item or a trap. Um, and then you get like the canteen where you can heal a wound or the crowbar where you can steal uh, one random item from a survivor. So they all have cool different uh, actions with them. Um, and you don't have to use the actions. You can just continue to hold the card in your hand. Or you can uh, uh, essentially just go straight for one of the cards in the neighborhood and just flip one over and see what happens. Um, it's kind of on you whether or not you've played any of the actions. Like the backpack's really good because um, if you discard the backpack, you draw two cards from the item deck. So you know you're going to be drawing at least two items, which is really good. Um, and then, of course, the shovel allows you to go through the discard pile and choose any one item and place it into your hand. But you are getting rid of the shovel, um, you know, to do that. So there's a lot of pushing and pulling um, of the cards, and I think that's really cool um, with that. And then, of course, there's yeah. also special items in, in the deck. Um, and those special items are also what the killers are most weak to. Like like I said, the, the hillbilly, the weakness is the rope. And if you have a rope card, Uh-oh, you still there? Hello? Uh-oh, I think we lost Peter. Oh, it gave us an extra, like, 13 minutes today, but then cut off anyway. God damn it. Um, well... I could, how did I call out last time this happened? Um, I don't remember. All right. Well, then, <laughs> I suppose I can't figure this out right now. So, well, we'll just end the show. Unfortunately, we'll have to hear about the rest of the game. <laughs> next time uh so well one of those endings where <laughs> it just kind of peters out at the end no pun intended um but you know join us next time for another episode of the original janksters uh we'll see you next time remember to keep flipping your tip and enjoy the rest of your week